Good day, good night, welcome to Off the Woodworks. I'm Kevin Laramie, your host. And what was Junino thinking last night? Junino had a brain freeze. Then he shot the Puma. Uh, what an end of a game for New York. What What's happening with that team? Anyways, on today's show, we're going to talk about a little bit about that Kansas City and New York game from Wednesday night. We're going to preview the weekend in the MLS. We're going to preview a little bit the weekend in the English Premier League. And we're going to talk about the Supporters' Shield as well. The Supporters' Shield. Is it important? We'll talk about that. And after the break, like I said, we'll do a, a little preview of the English Premier League. And we'll talk about Orlando City. Big news from Orlando coming this morning. So, first of all, Junino brain freeze. Then he shot the Puma. Puma down. Nielsen goes down. Nielsen sold it to perfection. He deserves an Oscar for that performance last night. Yes, it was a hard shot in quotes. And if you look at the replay carefully, it didn't land on his head straight up. It landed on his shoulder, blocked by his elbow, and then a little bit of the side of the head. But he wasn't knocked out. He stayed out on the pitch for, I don't know, two, three minutes. But he sold it. He wanted to sell it to get the red card for Janino. And Janino got the red card. But what was Janino thinking? Did somebody tell him during the game that the Puma hunting season just opened and then he took a shot at it? I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. And it just shows you what I was talking about in the last show. That the Red Bulls are not a team. They're playing individually. They're only thinking about themselves. The biggest example of that is Junino. He just straight up kicked the ball out of frustration because he couldn't do nothing during the game. The defender of Kansas City, Besser and Calais, which are the best in the league. A lot of people from Montreal saying that Montreal had a good defense, but they're all injured, and I believe that Kansas City is a lot better at the center, especially with Calais and Matt Bessler. Oh, that rhymes. I should have been a poet. So Kansas City, so Janino was so angry at Kansas City because he couldn't pass to anybody. He couldn't link up with Thierry Henry the way he wanted to. And Henry. We'll talk about Henry in a second. But first, Janino, out of frustration, he's going to be banned for a couple games. I expect three games. If you give three games to Alan Gordon for saying homophobic stars on the pitch, you need to give at least three games to Gino for it's trying to injure a player. It's literally trying to injure a player after the whistle. It's totally unsportsmanlike, has no place in the game, and I hope he's going to be suspended for at least three games, if not more. He deserves at least a five game. And Henri, Henri, he missed what, seven, eight attempts on goal, on target, and couldn't finish to save his life. He almost had the tying goal at the end of his right boot at about the 85th minute and three inch wide right. Uh, So disappointing for New York. It seems that it's a team without, not leadership, but without guidance a little bit. It's a team without soul. Henri's playing just for Henri. 
And I was talking about that documentary last week at La Clairefontaine. And in there, you see Henri when he's 10 years ago, when he goes back to speak to the kids. And he says to the kids that sometimes in the football career, yeah, that's my Henri importation of him speaking in English. Yeah, so uh, sometimes uh, when you're young, uh, when you're a football player, you got to think about yourself first and then think about the team. It's for your career first. And that explains a lot. Just the fact that that's what he thinks that a football player should do. Think about him first and then the team. You're wrong. And that might explain what's going on in New York right now. You imagine him who thinks like that and Juninho and Tim Cahill who don't really care about the team. That team has no soul. And you can blame Red Bull for that. You're trying to buy teams that already exist, already has an history and supporters. And you buy them. And you rebrand them with your company logo in front. And the players feel like they're numbers in your company. And that's exactly how they're playing. They're playing like employees of a big company who are just numbers. That's what's going on. They're just numbers for Red Bulls. And they're just numbers on the pitch. And those numbers are not producing any numbers right now. That's all I got to say about the Red Bulls. I am not a big fan of the, that team. But what a header by Colin. And what a corner by Graham Zussi. Mr. Graham Zussi. Everybody's fantasy are hooray. Because Zussi did a nice assist in that corner. But don't forget. Everybody's got Zussi in their fantasy. You're not going to get closer to the people in front of you. And you're not going to be further than the people behind you. Everybody's got him. And he's everybody's captain. So everybody made a lot of points last night. 35 for myself. Shout out to people who get 48. Some guy, some dude out of nowhere got 58. Well, you know what? It's during the weekend. People from New York, because if you were wise enough, you've been preparing for the last couple of weeks, and you had three people from New York and three people from Kansas City on your team. And it's those three people from New York. Hopefully you don't have Olave like I did. Because Olave is probably not going to play on Saturday. But if, hopefully, yes, because I need him. I need to catch up to Minise Barango and Seba Pete, who are in front of me right now this week. So if you get those players from New York, if they score, Ali's going to score in New England. Ali's got a big, big history of playing great games at the Rebel Arena against New England. It happened for the last couple of years, and it's going to happen Saturday as well. So don't be surprised if Henri, Mr. Thierry Henri, scores twice this Saturday. I see a nice brace. In my crystal ball, in my little ball there, I'm a clairvoyant in my little ball. I'm seeing that New York's probably going to win and Henri's going to score two goals. But we'll talk about my bet of the week coming after. Those are three games that I believe I can predict the outcome. I'll put a little two bucks and hopefully make... Hopefully I won't lose it. There was a couple of games in the Premier League on Tuesday and on Wednesday afternoon. But my feature game this week was Fulham versus Chelsea at the Craven Cottage. What a name for a stadium. Craven Cottage. It's just amazing. It's awesome. All those stadiums in England got crazy names. Names that sparks the imagination. Names that brings you back to the 60s and the 50s. All in black and white, because that's how I imagine how people were living back there, right? There was no colors. 
before 1950 or something. It was black and white, right? So all those people in black and white in the stands, all dressed up with their hats, looking at people playing football on a pitch, bumpy pitch with holes in it, with a brown, looks like a volleyball ball, and no shin guard protection, no nothing, no referees. Yeah, there was a referee. I'm exaggerating. But that's how, all those names bring those images back to my mind. When you think about the Stadium of Lights, St. James Park, Stamford Bridge, Old Trafford, Craven Cottage. And then you get like the odd one with the company name like the Britannia. But Old Trafford, the theater of dreams. Stanford Bridge, where Greyhound used to run. And Craven Cottage. You got to give me points here. I didn't even do a cheese reference on that one. Thank you very much. Well, on that game, that finished 3-0 for Chelsea with an amazing goal. That game was the 100th game of David Luiz with Chelsea FC. And the Blues player did a cracker of a goal, a screamer of a long-distance shot from about the 40-yard line. He poked his head up, looked at the 40-year-old keeper in the net, and told himself, there's no way you can go get that ball in the left corner. And he just earled it. What a howler in the left corner. Amazing shot. If you want to go see it on my Twitter feed, at Off The Woodworks with an X, because don't forget, we're cool here on Off The Woodworks, so on my Twitter feed, there's a video of David Luiz doing that shot. Take a second. Go see it. It's one of the nicest goals I've ever seen. At least one of the nicest long-distance shot goals I've ever seen. It looks like a FIFA 13 shot. And that game was 3-0. John Terry, Mr. Capitan, El Capitan, the captain, scored a brace. Two goals for a defender. So Chelsea won 3-0. And they're back in third in the EPL with a game in hand on Arsenal still. So Hope is back in the camp of the Blues. So week eight, the, the weekend week eight in the MLS. I'm not going to run down the whole list of teams that are playing against each other. But I'm just going to talk to you about what things to watch for this weekend. On Saturday, can Houston get something out of Toronto? On Saturday, it's going to be really chilly down on the lakeside at BMO Field. We all know if you've been there, it's really cold. There's always, it's really windy, always wet, and always cold in that stadium. And I'm not even talking about the play of the players here. I'm talking about in the stands. And can Houston, a team that's used to playing in the hot sun of Texas, by the way, all the, my thoughts goes to the people in Texas and Boston. A uh, rough week for everybody that's been touched by what happened down there. So they're used to playing in Houston in the hot sun. Can they get a point or three out of Toronto? We'll see. Can Seattle get everything together and win and get the first W of the season, get the first points in the league? I believe so. I believe Seattle is a lot better than the record shows. I actually believe that this week is the week where Seattle gets everything together. I believe they're going to pull it off, even on the road, in Colorado, in the Rocky Mountains. 
they're going to win, pull out the W because of Mr. Brad Evans. Because Mr. Brad Evans today announced that he's not going to shave until Seattle wins. Again, on my Twitter feed, I got a picture of him with his beard. And I hope that they win Saturday because that's not the best looking beard I've seen. Really far from it. So you can put that in the bank. Seattle's going to win on Saturday. It's even part of my bet of the week. Chicago Columbus. It's the return of Dominic Adoro to Chicago, which was the worst move of the entire offseason, in my opinion. Adoro. The, the worst move was on Chicago's part to let him go, and the best move was Columbus' part to go get him. But Dominic Adoro, he's going to have a good game. I predict another goal, so it's going to be two weeks in a row he scores a goal against his old team. And Columbus is going to go on the road in Chicago, in Toyota Park. It's going to pull that lever up, pull that Toyota on park, and get out of there with the W. RSL, RSL is going to play Chivas in Salt Lake. And I'm sad to say that it's not going to go well for Chivas. Chivas seems like they're a team on the downside. They're going downwards. And RSL, they're actually getting their groove back. They're on the upwards. They're getting on form slowly but surely. And I believe RSL is going to probably put a thumping on my goats. And the last thing on Saturday I think we need to check for. Can the Sporting reproduce their nice performance on the road in New York? Can they reproduce it in L.A.? They have to travel the whole country of the United States. Get to L.A.? And go beat the Galaxy at home. The Galaxy are getting healthier. Everybody is coming back. Donovan is getting on form. But I think Kansas City can pull it off for everybody's fantasy's sake. Come on, you can do it, Kansas City. Mr. Graham Zussi, you can do it. And our friend Benny. Don't forget Benny. There's no fill-up. It's Benny here on After Woodworks. Only two games on Sunday. The D.C. United. The District of Columbia United Football Club. Are they going to unite for the first time of the season and go get a W? Can they pull everything in the mixer and bring everything united together to get the W? At RFK Stadium. I hope. That DC. Pulls it off. And I think they do. I think it's the week. Where. D-Row. Finally. Opens his account. I think it's the week. DC unites. Like I've been saying. For the last couple of sentences. On my bad puns. DC. Is going to get the W. Against Philly. It's going to be. Confidence booster. And they'll be starting for the season. And they'll be going on a good run. Mind my words, Chris Pontius and Dero are going to start to play well coming this Sunday, moving forward through the, until probably the end of the season. And the last game on Sunday, San Jose. How will they react to the Alan Gordon homophobic slurs and his sending off and his upcoming suspension? Three games. How are they going to react to it? Are they going to make players like Adam John play? I hope so. 
He's the only player in my fantasy who hasn't played for the last four weeks. He's been on the bench, literally, and on the fantasy. And I hope that they make him play more so I can summon him tomorrow morning. <laughs> so the bet of the week, if you haven't figured it out, Seattle. Like I said, it's the game. They're going to finally put it all together. It's the Brad Evans razor strike. He's going to shave on Sunday because Seattle's winning on Saturday. And Eddie Johnson, he's going to score a cracker of a goal. He's been on the downward lately. Look for Eddie Johnson. Second team, it's going to be the New York Red Bulls. So we got Seattle and New York. New York, it's because Henri plays well against New England. Like I said earlier, he's got a history. And he's going to score two goals. And hopefully, Jamison Olave is going to be all right. And he's going to play because we all need him in our fantasy. He's one of the lock of the league. Usually always plays 90 minutes. And I was so angry last night when I was looking at it. And after 30 minutes, not even, he's injured. He's out. Come on, Jamison. Come on. Usually, in my entire life, anything called Jamison never let me down. Don't let me down on Saturday, Mr. Jamison Olave. And you get the last game of my bet of the week. It's FC Dallas. Dallas. One of my favorite teams this year so far with Kansas City and the Chivas USA. FC Dallas is going to continue their quest to the Supporters' Shield this week. Look for Dallas to win against Vancouver at home. They're playing home and away series two weeks in a row. And FC Dallas, don't be surprised if Mr. Kenny Cooper scores, Blas Perez scores, if Jacobson plays well in the middle, and Zach Lloyd on defense. Why? Because I got them in my fantasy again. And I want them to do well because I got some ground to cover. Heard it? You hear me, Samba Pete out there? You hear me? I'm coming back to you. George Shinobi in front of me too in the fantasy leagues. I'm gunning for you. I'm shooting for you. I used my wild card this week to go get you guys. So don't be surprised if I'm closer to you guys after the weekend. So the bet of the week, two bucks. And it gives you about 15 if you win. So those three games all together. Seattle, New York, Dallas. So two bucks. Depends where you usually put your bets. And two bucks for 15. It's a good deal. So we were saying Dallas was the leaders with the Supporters' Shield. And for me, the Supporters' Shield is the real championship of that league. In the tradition of football in Europe, or basically almost anywhere in the world, the champion of the regular season is the league champion. MLS is one of the rare occasions where it's not the case. But in my heart... I love the Supporters' Shield. And even if a Canadian club wins it, we're not going to get that CONCACAF Champions League spot. I still want the Montreal Impact to be gunning for the Supporters' Shield. For me, making the playoff is not an end to a means. Making the playoff, it's consolation for not being first in this regular season. So, keep in mind, Supporters' Shield, it's not really important for a lot of people no websites talk about it. You never it's never been mentioned on the TV. It's never mentioned anywhere. But for me, you need to be a true, consistent team to win that trophy. Way more than the MLS Cup. And we've seen lately, the last couple of years, team who finished fifth, fourth, go on, go on and win the MLS Cup. You don't need to be consistent. You need to be riding a wave, a hot wave, into the playoffs, 
and continue on your streak. Well, as a supporter shield, you need to put consistent performance on the pitch during the entire season. And we should put more emphasis on that. Consistency and depth are the keys to win a supporter shield. And I would be more happy and I would celebrate more, not more, but at least equally a supporter shield as an MLS Cup. The only thing I would celebrate more than those two was a CONCACAF Champions League win. And before we see, it's not going to be this year we win the CONCACAF Champions League. Before we have the talent and the depth to go beat the Mexican teams in Mexico, it'll take a while. Anyways, we'll take a break here on After Woodworks. When we come back, we'll talk about Orlando City and how the mayor, Buddy, how Buddy, how Mr. Buddy bought a land so that Orlando City can build a stadium. We'll talk about that. Sail my boat down the L.A. River Thought I saw a body in the weeds Oh, but I love my new home Listen to the big city sound Watching that L.A. River roll down By the trains past Chinatown we're back on Off the Woodworks, and don't forget, you can join us on Twitter at Off the Woodworks with an X, on Facebook Off the Woodworks with an X, or you can email me Off the Woodworks at hotmail.com. Any questions, comments? If you got questions, I'll have answers. Don't be shy. If you think I suck, let me know. Whatever you want, I like to hear it. At least somebody, you can send me a. A little hello as well if you just want to say hi so follow me on Twitter as well at off the woodworks so mr. buddy Dyer mr. mayor buddy Dyer mayor of Orlando City mayor of Orlando confirmed this morning that he bought a land for 8.2 million the city bought a land for the Orlando City Football Club to build a soccer specific stadium for the city so they can eventually join the MLS. So the big question I have right now is will we see a team in Orlando before we see a second team in New York, i.e. the Cosmos? I hope so. I sincerely think that Orlando deserves a team way before New York deserves a second team. I don't even think they deserve the first one. They got the nicest stadium in the whole league. It's empty. It's all the time empty. And one of the best rosters as well, and it's empty. There's nothing to do with that team. Forget the New York Rebels. And they don't even deserve another team. So for now, Orlando City already has a supporter culture. They already have ultras for crying out loud. You already see pictures of them on all those Facebook pages of Ultra Tifo, Ultra Net, Ultras World, Ultras Girls, all those Facebook sites. You see Orlando there all the time. Orlando doesn't even, it's in third division. USLPD, USLPL, USL Pro, whatever. It's in that division. And they already have a supporters culture going on. So they deserve a team. So I hope that they are the 20th team in the MLS. So we can finally have a balanced calendar in the MLS. 20 team league, 210 teams table. Put Houston back in the West where it belongs. So we can have a little bit more credible league. We won't be the laughing stock of all the leagues everywhere. And if we do that, 
we might eventually be more credible when we say that 2022 is the goal to be one of the top five league in the world. Anyways, we all know there's a lot of work to do before we get there. So Orlando City, I support you in your quest to get a stadium and in your quest to get a team. This is the way to do it. This is the way to go. Supporters first and you build your team up. When it grows organically, has a lot more potential and more staying power than when you just buy a concession and take everything away from their history. Enough with that already. So there's a handful week left in the EPL. Week 34 starts on Saturday morning. I'm not going to talk about the whole teams and the whole league. There's a cup too many games to talk about. Just for third place. A couple of games implicating teams that are in the hunt for third place. Which Chelsea is in third place right now. One point ahead of Arsenal with one game in hand. On Saturday, you get Fulham and Arsenal. Arsenal needs to win. Fulham's already done for this season. They're not playing for nothing. They're not going to get relegated, but they can't do nothing either. So Arsenal look at that three points if they want to keep up with Chelsea. QPR and Stoke. Big game. The loser of that game is almost certainly to be relegated into the championship. So watch for QPR and Stoke. If QPR wins, they might get a chance to stay. If Stoke loses, they might get a chance to get relegated as well. Sunderland, Everton. Everton is in range for Europa League. If they can get the three points. If Mr. Fellini can bring back the magic he had at the beginning of the season, Everton's got a good chance. West Ham versus Wigan. Wigan, one of the bottom dwellers right now, but it's their chance. If they can beat West Ham in London and get the three points, they're going to bring their neck out of the water and come out of the relegation zone. Only with the three points. And on Sunday, there's only two games on Sunday. Tottenham Hotspurs versus Manchester City. It's a pretty good game. It's going to be attacking on both sides. Very open play. City's on a hot streak. And Tottenham needed three points to stay in range of Chelsea and Arsenal. If they want to drop down to the level of Liverpool and Everton, they need the three points. So watch out for the Spurs. But City's in a... Hot streak. And our feature game on Sunday night. Liverpool versus my Chelsea. The Blues. Liverpool versus CFC. It's to stay in third for Chelsea. If they get the three points, there's a good chance they're going to qualify for the Champions League sooner rather than later. If they lose, and if they lose points, you never know. You could They could settle for... Europa or miss the boat of Europe altogether and that's all for us on this week on off the woodworks Don't forget join us on Twitter like my page on Facebook at off the woodworks and email me off the woodworks at hotmail.com and as always Have a great soccer